0: Cool.
1: I just hit the button we'll figure out how it goes I don't know where Welcome the really military
0: millionaires my name is Alex Feliz I am the only one with a real setup and a real microphone today my wonderful cranky as fuck <laughs> co-host David Pere is having a bit of a day he is uh, David thank you for being here I can tell you're in your car you're disheveled hasn't shaved since he got out of the military he is just pouring fussiness and so we're gonna we're gonna do a today's gonna be therapy session and uh, t- David tell us tell the guests the listeners
1: how your day is going well I got on and you were like wow that looks janky as fuck and I was like well yeah but it's either this or we don't have episodes because I don't have anywhere that record like here's my. Here's my, you see that pod container over there? Can you see that? That's my office. It's my entire office existence. Everything Airbnb office is in an ISO container waiting to move in, which can't happen till the 29th. So, yeah, man, I'm exhausted today. So, I started the training for the Ironman or half Ironman again. And so this morning I woke up and I ran three and a half, four miles, which is whatever. And then ran some errands around town picked up a check for her closing tomorrow you know whatever and then we went to this jump mania place like one of those you know trampoline parks with the kids for like two hours and so i sweated like a freaking pig there and then we came home and my wife is like we should finish unpacking the garage and moving things into the attic nude flat newsflash when it's uh like 98 degrees and you know it's missouri so it's humid as shit the uh you don't need to buy an attic or a sauna you could just hang out in your attic and so i have probably been through like 10 12 bottles of water today just not keeping pace something fucking hurting it's funny like what a waste not a waste i mean it's been we've been successful made a lot of progress but pooped
0: so You know, it's funny when you, when you know, have a job, you're one, you've, how did I ever find time to have a job, a regular job?
1: (laughs) Oh shit, man. I've been trying to keep days open to spend with the kids and like tomorrow I have nothing until like three in the afternoon, but still gonna be busy.
0: Well, uh, I will say this to our listeners. Um, David's in the middle of a move. He obviously doesn't have a house or an office, um and even though he's a fussy very fussy he's here he's here <laughs> and we're recording so i commend you on
1: that why why thank you alex i appreciate your you're very welcome you're very welcome. what's going on with you
0: oh i'm amazing everything i do is fantastic except and, for your uh, punctuality
1: you were late i'm just
0: uh yeah there was a somebody driving a some jackass driving a one of those small little off-road four-wheelers down um, Cliff, uh, yeah, Cliffdale Road, which is pretty main main road here in town at, uh, yeah, 5.30, you know, six 6.30 traffic, which, you know, so a little backed up, my apologies, but I didn't mean to have you sitting in the car.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I got my studio all ready for you. This is actually my uh, second podcast in the last two hours, so.
0: Oh, yeah, I did a podcast earlier today um, that went Okay, well, I did
1: too. Well, I actually
0: worked today, okay? I didn't just move my house around and go run in, okay? And I'm still going to go to the gym after this. So if
1: you want to compete, bro. I like how you forgot the picked up a check for a closing tomorrow part. You know what? That's real work. I had to drive up to the bank and say, give me some money so I can spend it.
0: A smart person would
1: have wired it. Well, I still have to sign something to wire. I would have still had to go to the bank. Um,
0: there are banks that will let you wire with a phone call.
1: Yeah. It is so easy to just drive through and grab a cashier's check, though.
0: Yeah. So for all the people listening that, you know, get down on themselves for not having productive days, just know that tr- driving through a drive through that is what david considers work so you you are so you are in good shape if you're competing against david i use that term very loosely competing
1: <laughs> hey. yo
0: i love hosting this show cuz i didn't know i get to just roast you the whole time this is fun we're
1: buying a house we're buying a house for 15 grand we're literally doing nothing but taking pictures putting it on the mls and listing it for 30 so
0: jackals vultures
1: Oh. Look, that was the lady's price. Actually, if we were going to... This would be one that I was I was kind of interested in flipping this one, um, but there's just a lot lot going on, and my partner on it wasn't really keen on it, so I was like, yeah, it'd be easier to just wholetail it.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Um,
1: well, congrats. Yeah. We closed on our apartments. That's good. We, I love that. 15-unit, uh, 23-unit, and... We've been owners since the first, so for 15 days. And yesterday, which was the 15th, we found out that somebody blew their head off in one of the units. Um, let's see, 15 minus eight on the seventh. So I uh, think the police are saying it looks like about eight days. I, yeah, oops. So the stink, the stinky, you know, uh, the guy who found him for us, one of our uh, helpers up there, said basically described it as, he was a white man who looked black from how his body looked after, I mean, it's, it's been 90 degrees for the last week, and he's been- All ready. right, we don't need to, we yeah. don't need to,
0: we don't need to get into that.
1: Hey, that's you a, asked.
0: Yeah, I regret, I regret such a thing.
1: I am, I mean, I'm in the military, like, that's the, you know, one of the first questions that got asked in the group was like, hey, this, this, this happened. Anyone get any pictures? Like, really? That's all right. Very well. Whatever. Um, that's the third dead tenant I've had in the last two years. And two of those have been in the apartment. So I'm fairly qualified at this point to know what the steps are for uh, rectifying that, which is not a skill set that I ever wanted to earn.
0: Yeah. It's, I'm curious why so many people, you know, kill themselves once they find out you're going to be managing the property.
1: The only one who killed himself. Thanks. Two of them were like old social security guys. Um, one of which just had no family. You know, that was the, that's the worst. Is when someone dies in, in like physically in or, or as a tenant and they don't have like family, because then you have to keep all of their belongings for 90 days as well in a storage unit. You can't be like co-mingled. You have to like rent a storage unit for them for 90 days, hope that somebody claims it. And then in our case, nobody claimed it. So then we have to like take it all to a landfill or, Craigslisted or like whatever because it's like what am i supposed to do like this guy had no family so yeah it becomes a fairly costly thing between storage unit u-haul obviously cleaning and renovating the apartment bringing in like um uh the like economic cleaners or whatever the environmental cleaners that do like hazmat stuff like cost me five grand to clean and turn that room and all it needed was a coat of paint because it was fairly renovated and then the storage it was probably like six thousand dollars on a r- rental that's you know five six hundred bucks a month so mm. basically he Eddie, was like you know what paid. i don't like dave i'm taking 12 months rent from him
0: that's uh that's real estate though you know i like that you bring that up because people go you know yeah it yeah it'll they go in with low reserves and low cash flow and then they get, you know, you buy a property and then seven days in, you have a, a big bill like that. So that's real estate. That's
1: real. Yeah. We're, we're probably going to need to bring cash into the operating account. Well, our operating account for these apartments is mixed with the hotel because they're all in one LLC. So the hotel's operating account will fund this. But if we had come in, we would be eating into reserves this month because of that. Cause it's obviously going to eat all our cash flow and then some. So yeah but we also i think got screwed on deposits so i gotta figure that out the guy like uh anyway yeah real estate facts so uh and then i'm refinancing a duplex instead of selling it so i'm at i don't know what 96 doors right now so been good waiting i'm waiting to see what some of that cash flow looks like because it's one of those like cash poor moments in life where like I sold a property, refinanced the property, refinancing another one. I got all this money and then I threw it all back out into the world. And now I'm like, okay, the money should come back more than it was trickling in before. I really hope I did the numbers right on that because now I don't have a job. (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) I feel that I am extremely cash poor right now. The most cash poor I've probably been in since I started real estate i put all my money out in this flip. I put a whole bunch of money out converting it to Airbnb. Um, I never keep much money anyways, because I, I put it all into investments. So I am broke as shit. Um, and, and the flip is under contract. It should close. It, it was supposed to close Tuesday, but we can't get appraisers here. So I'm just sitting there waiting for an appraiser to show up and final. I don't know. So I don't even know what I'm going to make. Until, you know, it appraises because she bought, she paid all the money. So I sold Mm. it for, I asked for all the money. Then at the last second, we bumped it up five grand anyways, uh, beyond my dream number. And then she paid three grand over that number.
1: Nice.
0: Now it'll probably appraise for fucking nothing and I'll have no money. Anyways. um, And then I've been stressed out. Uh, I'm selling my 24 unit.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask you about that next.
0: We put out our dream number. We added fifty grand because we knew somebody would negotiate. They have hmm. been very um, difficult buyers, very annoying buyers. They uh, they did this thing where they bid fifty thousand dollars over ask. We accepted.
1: So hundred over your dream
0: number. No, fifty over my oh. dream number. They oh, okay? No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. See, you know, what? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I messed up. I keep forgetting. We want, I wanted 1.6 million. We put it on the market for 1.65. They offered 1.65.
1: Okay, cool. Makes sense. Yep.
0: And then throughout the negotiations, they did this thing where they called a roofer to come check out the roofs and they hired one of those insurance chasing companies that came out and, and, and inspected it for free, obviously, because they'll inspect all of them for free. And then every once in a while, or every, you know, some percentage of people will get an insurance claim and the insurance pays way too much so they can do a lot of so anyways they uh they go to this um I'll have to put the letter but they go to the buyer and they say yeah here's our here's our prospectus on the the roof mind you it's a 5 year old roof with architectural shingles we have no leaks they said basically well there's wear and tear because it's, it's been exposed to old. weather yeah and um there's some decking that probably should probably get re- replaced and the roof is going to get old older it's going to be it's going to be succumbed to more wear and tear over the next few years and so we think you should replace it eighty two thousand dollars
1: how many square feet is this roof it's six quadplexes okay so six quadplexes i mean i i I figure i can replace the whole roof you would probably get away with so like, 60. Or, a company would probably do it for 60 if they were doing like discounts, you know, well, but maybe even less. They probably do
0: I, I bet you I could get it done for 50 grand, but let's say 60 on the high side. And and mind you, the the um the letter basically old, just said this is wear and tear. It didn't say like it was anything, there's nothing wrong. There's no leaks, nothing wrong with it. It's just like, "Hey, it's wear and tear." So I was like, "Okay." So Okay. Okay. So then they went inspected. They didn't say anything. And then they came back and they said, Hey, we want, we want a hundred thousand dollars off the property. And I (laughs) told my broker, I said, put it back on the market. Yeah. I don't, I'll give you 20 grand off. Yeah. And then they didn't say anything to us all week. So since Friday that happened. So I was like, okay, Uh, their money, their earnest money goes hard on, on Saturday. So my guess is we'll probably just put it back on the market. We've had months better and better and better months all year. So like my property's, it's doing better every month and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's becoming a better investment every month. So, uh, just recently they came back and they
1: said, how about we give you
0: 16. What did I want? I wanted
1: one, 1.6, 1.6, they offered me
0: 1.59. And I said, just give me the 1.6, you'll get 50 grand off. And that's 1.6 is my number anyways. So I haven't heard back, but my guess is they're going to take it. Um, Yeah. And we'll sell that for a $600,000 profit in 24 months. We bought it on like the 10th of June,
1: 2019. So cool.
0: Now, Jeez. I don't get all that money, obviously. I get uh, you know twenty five percent of that. <laughs> um, but fuck what I get. What's most important? I paid the investors, four people that I met on my website, four people that I'd never met in person until I did this deal with them. four people that I met through my website, I'm gonna pay them a sixty six percent IRR.
1: Oh, man, that's now, awesome.
0: Now, you guys know me. Everybody knows me. I like that's to be just... Yeah, we know it's going to be
1: all over the internet. Like to be discreet. is easy. I don't like to
0: brag, but <laughs> I think in this instance, in this rare instance, I'm going to have to make some social media posts about, you know, how undeniably fucking good I am. <laughs> I mean that's just the yeah. universe. That's
1: not me. That's just, you know, I just hey look, yeah, make there. make sure you ignore like macro and microeconomics and just like, yeah, no, this was it has nothing I knew to do
0: it has nothing to do with low interest rates and market mania. It has nothing to do with a constant up market. It has nothing to do with excessive liquidity in the in the uh, in the market. It only has And definitely has to not do with, the
1: biggest fool or the next big fool theory. Nope,
0: it only has to do with my raw talents. So at a one point six,
1: what are they? What kind of cap rate are they buying at?
0: Six, six, six
1: and a half. Jeez! And so you would have bought it at probably 10, 11? eleven. They're buying it at like a yeah, like a five,
0: five something cap. Uh, we we bought it at a, at a I want to say seven
1: and a half. Okay, so that's I mean that's still pretty solid. Because you did you, know you did what? turn it around.
0: I turned that property around. Like that property was. Look, that property was um, really freaking bad, right? Some of the yeah. tenants were uh, in there for $400, under $400. Some of them were exchanging sex favors with the property, with the owner to live for free.
1: Um, Ooh, were they attractive?
0: I don't know. I will go hunt that lease down and send you a...
1: Yeah, you find, their, find their Facebook and let me know if they need to move all the way to Missouri. So, I, oh wait, no, I'm married. <laughs> Yeah.
0: My guess is, and I mean, look, I'm just guessing, I don't want to disparage the poor um, young lady, but if she was exchanging sex favors for $450 a month. Probably um, not much going for. Yeah. My guess is, um, you know, you can do better just putting stuff on Instagram. You can make more than that. So uh, we turned now, that property around. Now we're re- average rents at over 600, just over 600. And we think that the, the rents can continue to increase. So we're going to, we, there's still a lot of room for capex. We're going to make it, we, we did a good job, turning it around. I learned an immense amount. I'm gonna pay my investors a, um, a, uh, a very healthy return. And it's not done yet, but we, we, I think we crossed the threshold today. So I think that we're gonna close amicably. And, and yesterday, we did the numbers on my, my 52 unit. We are, uh, we had projected to be earning $55,000 for the year so far, and we are 75. So
1: I am Monthly? blowing. The... Say again. Is that NOI? NOI. Nice. Yeah, that's solid. So
0: um, I had a really bleak last two weeks where I didn't feel like I was making any progress in life and everything. You and then, um, you know, the, the flip is uh, gonna co- is pretty much going to looks like it's going to close. The 24 unit looks like it's going to close. I have an Airbnb that I'm converting that is getting furnished now. It'll get cleaned up tomorrow. Some touch up paint, yada, yada, yada. I think that's going to go well. That's going to triple the income, gross, triple from what I was making. I paid $55,000 for that property in 2014. It rents for $1,000 a month. That's a 2% rule deal now. And now that's it's going to awesome. rent. And now it's going to rent for, now it's going to Airbnb for $3,000 a month.
1: Yeah, I'm about to try my hands at my first Airbnb in this market as well uh my market's got a ton of i would not have expected that a small tertiary midwest market would have as many airbnb regulations as they do like it's actually harder to do it here than it is in like san diego county and some of those i mean maybe not hawaii but like very like almost unreasonably strict um which explains why last time i visited i was looking around i was like wow there's nobody knows airbnb here there's a ton of opportunity no it's just that nobody can really get permits but um i'm going to be doing it out of a primary residence so i can bypass a lot of that try it out uh just because i have a i think huh yeah i mean that might be it but i mean i have a whole pod container from my Airbnb in Cali because I had two bedrooms that I was airbnb So I've got all the furnishings for most of this house.
0: Oh, nice. Good for you.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, well, yeah. I either sell it all, burn it on oh. my bonfire pit, or I find an Airbnb for it. Yeah. So I'm going to make an Airbnb. But-
0: um, hey, on... Well, this episode's not going to release, but uh, I'm about to launch... I got another win for this week. Uh, I'm about okay. to launch officially Life & Lens Media... Uh, lifeandlens.media is the website actually. And we are going to start soliciting to conference holders, event holders, retreat hosts for networking retreats um, and like life life stuff, you know, lifestyle shoots. Uh, We're going to start soliciting to get more work on that. And so uh, I'm going to real estate hackers this weekend. I'm speaking or next weekend, I'm speaking and I'm going to bring my camera, even though I could not get them to hire me, I could not get them to hire me. And I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show up with my camera anyway, and I'm going to shoot it anyway. And I'm going to outshoot the person that they hired and then give them the pictures for free and then say, who are you going to hire next year?
1: I like it. Is real estate hackers, whole- is, that, is that Josh? Is that capital hacking? No.
0: Oh, Josh McCallum. He'll be there um Hmm. no this is a guy named chad gallagher great guy great dude um i'm sure he just has somebody either in-house or doesn't know what i do or perfectly fine
1: but before he he, knows what you do and that's why he hired elsewhere
0: yeah i kept telling him i was extremely expensive kind of as a joke but it probably didn't help i was like (laughs) yo if you could afford me
1: (laughs) yeah that that line of marketing may backfire on you at some level but it's also funny
0: yeah uh well, you know, it's kind of like this. I only like to work on jobs that I like. And so when, I, when you hire me, you are literally buying my freedom because I am now obligated to you and I'm going to serve very well. And so that's time, emotion, and mental resources in real estate that I commit to projects. And I go all in on projects. I don't have fast projects. I don't do corporate projects. So if I say yes to something, I means I like it. So you're literally buying my freedom. And so if I don't want to do it, you literally can't. And I don't need it. I don't need any of the money. Literally, if I don't want to do it, you can't afford me because you can't afford yeah. to buy my freedom. How I look at it, and that's why I say that. But before I could go to real estate hackers and do the photos, I got a, I got asked by our friend. I think I think he's our friend, Josh McCallum's partner there, Eric Cabral. And Eric and I have been working. For those that don't know, he works at On Air Brands. Uh, he hosts Pod Max. He's an outstanding human being and a media branding guy. And he's like, Hey, I want your services. Can I just, instead of you and shooting capital hacking uh, real estate hackers, can you go hang out with our group and just shoot us for five days and do some video. And so we're negotiating a price. It'll be a, it'll be a cheap price because I'm, I want the portfolio edition, but um, this is the start of um, me putting together lifestyle media for entrepreneurs and investors.
1: Yeah, I love it. I've seen what you do. I like what you do. Some of my best photos are you.
0: Yeah, so many people I know run around with um, my pictures as their profile pictures. And I'm like, yo, I need to be able to monetize that. Yeah,
1: my my headshot is you.
0: Yeah, I want to be able to say like, oh, you made your profile picture one of mine. Send me 50 bucks. That's fair. (laughs) Send me 25 bucks. I paid yeah, you. Yeah, you paid me. I don't mean you. I just mean in general. I did it to my friend Dodie. He's like, he's like, can I have that picture? I want to use it as my profile picture. I'm like, send me 25 bucks. He's like, oh, I'm <laughs> like, you're going to have it for 6, 8, 12 months. It's going to be how everybody sees you. Give me 25 bucks.
1: 6, 8, 12 months? 10 years, dog. 12 years from now, I'm going to be divorced. I'm going to be on Tinder. And someone's going to be like, wow, look at this awesome picture. And I'm going to show up for a date. And they're going to be like, uh, when was this taken? Oh, that <laughs> picture. <laughs>
0: I will say this. Um, the the mustache is a lot less offensive with the beard. Well, well that's not a beard. David's just he's uh
1: This he's, is like four days.
0: Yeah, he just looks scruffy. He just looks yeah. he looks homeless. He's homeless and a, he looks homeless.
1: It comes in red and then I've got like a white patch now. I'm getting I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm gonna if I go if I go full beard, I'm gonna end up having to like dye it, I think, to make it like look normal because it's got like brown and then like red patches and then like a white patch it's like not not a if you dye your little. beard that I, might I don't be. I, it's a joke yeah
0: i, I didn't want to say the insult that i was ramping up for don't dye that don't dye your beard
1: <laughs> no I, I gotta wait a while till i can really grow a beard anyway i can mess with it but i'm going back in the reserves so Once that happens, I'll have to at least maintain somewhat decent grooming standards, especially since I, yeah. All right.
0: Let's add some value to our listeners. Tell me some key lessons. You're out of the military now.
1: Yeah. Tell me some of your worries. Uh, Man, I'm I'm making some big moves right now. So there's a couple of worries there. I say some big moves. But I just told a lady she was hired as an executive assistant to be paying 15 an hour plus bonus. Um, So, I mean, I'm going to be, that's 2,500 a month. Plus you figure in employment and tax and stuff, it's probably closer to 3000 a month that I'll be paying starting for this lady. My fear with that. And the reason it took me so long to pull the trigger is like the idea of like, a, how do I know that I'm going to have enough work to actually keep this person occupied and justify having them and B like that's a big expense what if it doesn't what if what if I don't like what if it freeing up my time doesn't actually give me the like earn me that money back Uh, and I finally realized that those were what was holding me back I'd interviewed this lady two or three times and I was iffy because it's not like a great it's not like the perfect cultural fit like culturally she's Well, she's just way different than me, right? I'm hiring. And I had to remember like I'm hiring a personality that's for an executive assistant to do the things that I'm not good at. So obviously the personality is not going to be the same as mine. Um, But I was really reaffirmed when the company that I'm interning with right now, their main hiring lady, I asked her like, Hey, quickly, can you take a look at this interview? I've never interviewed anyone before. Can you take a look at my notes and tell me if there's anything I should ask her on the next one. And they had almost hired this lady but it ended up the person who was going to quit that this lady was going to fill the position for ended up not quitting. So they didn't need to hire. And so that was really good. So I felt like I was making a good move. I'm like, okay, if you guys almost hired her and she made it through like my person who is screening people for me and my first interview. um, So I'm gonna take the risk. She starts on the fifth, right after we move into the office and she's going to be doing all my scheduling. A lot of my like accepting people into the Facebook group and adding their emails to email list and drafting emails and doing uh, like keeping me on tabs for content. And actually I've been kind of burnt out lately, man. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, I mean, let me rephrase that. I know you haven't noticed, uh, (laughs) but uh, like my Instagram, like I haven't made a post, I don't think on Instagram in like a month. I just like, and it's funny because Instagram is like the easiest thing in the world to make a post about but I just like go to open it up and I'm like, eh, I like just burn out, just trying to enjoy like the time off. And so it'll be good to have like that structure. And it's so like, I'm, I'm nervous about not having a structure. I haven't had like no structure in like a decade. I'm nervous about the new assistant. I'm nervous about um, just, I don't really know, you know, like what we were talking about on the phone. Like, I don't know the game plan. I'm gonna, like the next two months, I'm not making any permanent commitments. I'm just figuring out like, What do I actually enjoy working on? What's actually moving the needle forward now that I can focus on those things instead of just like trying to hammer things out to stay on top of things. And then from there, we'll figure out what we want to do when we grow up. Um, I'm confident that I'll be okay. I've got enough revenue coming in from various things that I don't see myself falling flat on my face and I have plenty of cash in reserve. So I've got at least a 12-month runway if I was blowing a lot of money right now, if I needed it. So... Um I don't know more, more of the, the more of the concerns are the like growing pains, like okay, what's next? Okay, how do I justify this higher? How do I so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, I guess. Um and then also the the piece of like missing being around the Marine Corps, like not only am I mo- leaving the Marine Corps and that like camaraderie and everything, but I'm moving somewhere where there's a very small military presence, and so like. I don't really have a lot of that culture around to like hang out with. So not that the friends here aren't good, but yeah, I've been surrounded by that for 12 years now. So just, yeah. My first, my first adult job since living with my parents. Yeah. You're probably
0: going to fuck it all up. Oh yeah. 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 And I'll call you. So I I quit my job now coming up 18 months. I can't believe it. Um, (laughs) I still might have to go back. Only to work.
1: person who believed in you.
0: Well, okay, only
1: person who told you you were never gonna work again.
0: Yeah, I didn't even believe it at that point, but I didn't I didn't quit with the plan, and I don't work nearly as hard as you. And I found out along the way to your point about not having instructional and stuff. It's like, you know what? I like my cavalier freedom more than I like working hard for success. And it took me some time to come to peace with that because you know everybody in my social circle is like hustle, 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 hustle. And I'm like, I really want to take pictures and you know, wake, I don't wake up late, but I like um, I just like doing my day. I don't like I do like doing what I feel like every day. And um, and that's okay. You know, I'm never gonna be as successful as um, financially as many people. I'll do fine. I'll do better than fine, actually. Um, But I'm gearing up now. I'm like, I'm putting together trips and plans. And like, let's go visit this and let's go do that. And let's take pictures. And, um, and that's much more rewarding to me than. um, So I'm just saying, you'll find your way. Right. If you're like, if you find out that the structure of the military doesn't, you can't do it without them, then maybe it's not for you as much as you thought. Instead of being like, oh, I need that structure. It's like, maybe they brainwashed you into thinking you need that structure. What's Taleb say? The three most harmful addictions, heroin, carbohydrates, and a monthly salary. Oh yeah. Jeremy has the same problem, right? He's worried about the lack of, you know, a master, essentially a master, somebody to tell you what to do all day. And like, I understand that's very, it's very, it's a very, it has its benefits, but it's also, um, you know, freedom doesn't really mean working your tail off. I mean, if you're, if you like working, if you like working your tail off, they go for it. But a lot of people want to work to be free. And I'm like, well, you don't need to work that hard to be free once you have like kind of that baseline minimum. Yeah. So I don't, just giving you like a, some perspective, right? Like you're a hardworking guy, but also... You know, you had to work and create your freedom on the after, on the on the on your free time. Well, now it's like maybe you don't have to work as hard to live the life you want. Maybe maybe all the work you were doing on the side is like plus maybe like you know a part time job doing real estate is all you really need. Yeah, and you'll find some other thing you like doing. You know, you find your camera.
1: I'll learn know, how to use. Play- it.
0: Maybe you play – I can picture you playing stand-up bass in a jazz band. Why bass? Um, I don't know. It's a goofy-looking thing, stand-up bass <laughs> for a goofy-looking dude. You're not cool enough to play guitar. No one wants to hear you sing. And with that mustache, I'm sure
1: you can't play the drums. You have no beat. So I, I actually played the drums in high school. Yeah? Did years. you make a career out of it? I mean <laughs> – you didn't make a career out of hair modeling, and you talk about your hair a lot. Yeah, but I didn't start this. I'm only six, I'm only seven
0: years in. I didn't figure this out until I was 30.
1: I <laughs> Actually, I played piano for like eight years, too. I have actually been thinking about picking an instrument back up. I've gone in Guitar Center two or three times now and just haven't figured out what I want to pick back up. Bro,
0: I love this. This this is what I'm talking about where it's like, what do you find yourself? You know, I, I put the Facebook post the other day about like, maybe I want to try trading options because real estate, you know, it's like really hard right now, right? So maybe I want to find a different way to make money. Maybe I'll trade some options. And I'm looking at it, and then, you know, I find myself, I find myself, I don't Google how to learn options, not much. You know, I find myself looking up photo, cars. photography, videography, yeah. photography, videography. And so it's like, dude, if you want to play an instrument, like this is what you got out of the military for to go live your life. So, I I, I that, that that to me is like, you know, what do you find yourself googling in your free time? As long as it's something you know, creatively productive or monetarily productive porn. or like self-growth. If you yeah, right. If it's something,
1: if it's that's all yeah. of those. It's creative. It's monetizable. It's if exercise.
0: Find, if you find yourself googling porn, or um, you know, shopping, these are not productive hobbies. But if it's something, you know. That has to do with self-growth and productivity and like... like, Yeah, Yeah, I want to do travel.
1: I want to travel more too. Hey, let's go to Alaska. When do you want to go? And we've, Yeah, we need to figure that out. I tried to get a hold of my uncle yesterday and talk to him um, (laughs) to figure out when he might want to go. In part because he has a pilot's license, which could make things really awesome um, because we could just rent a freaking plane. Uh, So I need to follow up with him and figure out like when he's available. I'm not free the 7th through the 13th or whatever that july week is but i think other than that i'm free until the last week of july okay i'm also free after the first week of august for the entire month so august might actually be better for me because i'm have a half iron man on the 7th so i wouldn't be interrupting travel or training to go to alaska but i'm good with whatever
0: yeah, August is might be tough for me. That's why I wanted to go to Washington to film meet the investors. But right now, my schedule is it's it's gonna be a tight trip. So we'll see. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Am I am I I'm flexible. I want to go to last. If there's a Vegas, week,
1: though. if there's a week at the middle of August that works for you, that'd be awesome. If not, uh, I could probably do like that week of like the 14th to the 20th or something like that in July. All right.
0: Let's talk about it. Let's not, I don't want to make our listeners succumb to this. I'm trying to, I wish I knew what was, um, what, what, how can some value we could add to them. We, um, what we should do is we should go get some newbie, some newbie listeners again. I like doing that and like, see if we can- That was get some, fun. some newbie um, investors. Maybe we can get on there and have them tell their story. Hey, the federal reserve came out today and said, they're not going to raise rates on this year, maybe 2022, but more than likely they'll do two rate hikes in 2023. So
1: how do you feel about my that? My
0: guess is your yeah, rates are going to continue to stay low. And then as we get closer to next year, you're going to start seeing the futures. You're going to start seeing rates finally come up. And then um, for my friends who have five-year balloon commercial mortgages, that's fucking time to lock in a 30 or refinance is like, is upon us. Cause if, you have to refinance and the rates go up. Now what's going to happen in my opinion is what's going to happen is when the rates come up, when the rates even start to look to get close, people are going to start pricing in, Oh, this is a five-year loan. We're pricing in five years worth of, um, we're pricing in five years worth of rate hikes now. So what you're going to do is you're going to see rate hikes outpace on the, on the, on the, on the retail side, you're going to see it outpace the growth on the Federal Reserve side so that people can get ahead of it because the banks don't want to be issuing you 3% loans. And then in six months, the Federal Reserve rate is 3%. They want to stay ahead of it so they can make money. Yep. And then they're going to want to get un- underperforming loans off their books. So everybody who has low rates, you know, if you don't have a 30-year mortgage, you have a 30-year fixed mortgage, even then, if you have a 30-year fixed mortgage at like three and a half, four and a half percent percent and then rates come up to 6 7%, a day you miss a single payment, they are going to retrade because they're going to want banks are not going to want to hang underperforming notes on their on their books. So I know this is a long way out, but um, this is the most meaningful. This is the mo- like the real estate market is currently subsidized by low rates has been for about eight years. That's why everybody's doing b- for so well. Um, that party is going to end. Um, it's on the horizon now. So buckle yeah, up.
1: I, w- I was even willing to go floating rate. Uh, granted I, I put uh, 4% floor, 7% ceiling. So, I mean, my ceiling is 7%, which isn't great, but it there's a ceiling, so it's not like an absolutely in struck indestruct- like it just could ruin me rate, but I just did floating rate on, one about to do a second one where 4% floor, 7% ceiling, because it was a 25 year AM no balloon. And I was like, you know what? I'm willing to pay to risk the 7% ceiling to not have to worry about a balloon because, you know, if rates don't go that high, I don't have to worry about it. But my bet is that rates will. my hope, I oh, people are going to be so mad that I say this. My hope is that rates get up in that seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve 10, 12%. Like, the fact that we are playing this game where we have the two main levers, print money and freaking rates, and we printed the money and we lowered the rates, like eventually it's got to give. And I would like to see it sooner rather than later because if there's a crash, like people say, we have no lever to pull right now. So I don't know. I agree. I agree
0: completely. Yep. And the Fed's going to start unwinding its balance sheet too. So they're going to start undoing some of this. Um, And we'll see if it's enough time. We'll see if they get enough, if they get ahead of it. I mean, they're not talking about raising rates for another two years. So it's going to be, it's going to be a very slow process. For them to get to six, seven, eight percent is going to be four or five years, six years. But,
1: but, but we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised if we see 1980s rates in like 15 years though.
0: Yeah. For those, for the younger listeners, you know, my mom's first mortgage was 17%.
1: Yeah. And that was a good rate
0: on a primary. Well, it was, yeah, it was prime. It was prime mortgage. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we're going to see what happens. I'm trying to lock in as much Fanny Freddie Mac debt as I can right now. Yep. So my loan on my 52 unit is 3.5% 30 year amortized 20 year balloon And it's assumable. So if I end up selling it, it's like you can have the other person can have the 3.5%, which gives me a, a lot of leeway when I go to sell it in five years. If rates are up, people are like, yo, you can get this thing at, and keep this low rate.
1: Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. We went for our apartments and what we're getting on the hotel is uh, it was 4.75, but it was only 15% down, which is awesome. Um, and then 4.75 fixed, 20 year AM, no balloon. So fairly similar, a little bit higher rate, but a little bit longer, whatever. And yeah, assumable. So same play. It's like, yeah, whatever. And it cash flowed like a freaking king. My, uh, I refied my 10 unit. I pulled $66,000 out of my 10 unit by going 85% AM or 85% loan to value. Pulled $66,000 out of it. And my monthly payment is like $240 a month less than it was. Like, okay. All right. We'll take it. Thanks, because I was on like a sixteen-year note, so moving it to twenty-five worked. But we've been uh, we've been on this for a while. What else we got? And in the future, we should. I think we're going to plan like a more of a topic. The one we did on crypto actually went over pretty well. Although it's amazing how much hate I get anytime I say anything about crypto from the like Bitcoin maximists and the crypto like MLM scammers and the like. The hatred and and just emotion that comes and it's from people who don't even read or watch what you post. It's just like unrivaled compared to anything else. I don't get post. any. I don't get
0: any hate, and I talk shit on Bitcoin quite a bit. Bitcoin at thirty eight two five eight uh, at the time of this recording. Um, that's down from. Um, Ooh, it dropped again. That's down from the sixty three high that it was. Uh, April fourteenth.
1: Yeah, so anyone who bought at sixty because they were told Bitcoin is the only place you should put your money is probably feeling really good about that. And and long term, I think that like you know, and not to get into the crypto world, like I could very well see Bitcoin continuing to go up in the long term. But that doesn't mean that it's where mm-hmm. I'm going to store my value. With how volatile it is, I'll store a they certainly portion don't. They of my value.
0: They don't know. That, I don't know why you care about the hate. I love it.
1: Oh no, I. I'm not saying that was bad. I just think it's worth pointing out that it's hilarious to me because it's like the amount of hateful comments I get on YouTube about a Bitcoin video or a crypto video or or whatever. But you can tell that all the comments are from people who didn't actually watch the video.
0: Um, I made a
1: video the other day about Lindy.
0: I'm really trying to get my YouTube going. If If you listen to this show and you're a fan of Alex, please go subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have like... No fucking subscribers. I can't get any traction on it. I'm trying, but uh, well, that's not true. I'm why getting, don't... It's getting better. It's just low.
1: I, I've it's offered like... to sit down with you and walk through analytics and help you out.
0: Uh, let's do that. Yeah, I have 468 yeah. subscribers.
1: I can tell you why you're struggling.
0: I can tell you why I'm struggling too, because I, I'm, I'm, I talk about things that are not popular. It's hard to title them. And it's, I, I talk about like, you know, finance yeah, one not... day and then I do a cinematic video the next day so yeah
1: yeah you're not doing evergreen stuff and you're doing stuff that like your videos and titles would work if you had a following that was going to watch it but because nobody like has no you don't have a lot of subscribers already so it's like it's like if graham stefan made a video that was like check out this obscure thing people would watch it but in order to get to that point you have to do stuff that people will search or whatever so yeah we can walk through analytics and i can show you some stuff
0: yeah, but I don't really want to talk about things that – other. I don't want to market. I just want to talk about things I want to talk about. So anyways, point yeah. is I made a, a video about Lindy, and I talked about the Bible. And then I talked about Ford and Tesla. And then I talked about fiat currency versus cryptocurrency. And uh, I would love some hate, but I can't get anybody to watch my shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, people will definitely hate because they are swear that Bitcoin and all of crypto is the only thing left, which – not to disagree, but, you know, the Lindy principle is like, well, we'll see. Um, it's, not, it's still new. It's still so new. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. The only uh, people who know anything are the people who guessed and then got it right. And so now they look like they know everything.
0: That's survivorship bias. That's not.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, that was, I meant to call you the other day. Um, I was trying to read up more on survivorship bias. Do you have any good book recommendations that are like specifically about that i feel like that's kind of an obscure topic that might not be read about written about i feel like the irony would be that if somebody wrote about that yeah which one i mean it's like mentioned but it's not randomness by taleb yeah that's true well you don't need to write a whole book about it it's just one well i think the irony would be that if you did write a whole book about it and then it made it popular like wouldn't that be survivor yeah
0: um (laughs) uh thinking fast and slow goes over a lot of cognitive biases
1: yeah Yep. Yeah. cool well i am gonna go play with my kids and looking at my garage i might actually get to be able to park there rather than keep cleaning it which is awesome
0: all right this is fun yeah and Thanks next time our listeners for more structure for li- for, li- for just basically voyeuring on a on a on a personal conversation between David and I. That was very fun. Yeah. Um, Submit. We should ask our our listeners for topics. What do you want us to
1: talk about? Yes. Yes. I'll do that. I'll post a poll right now. Cool. Have a great day. All right, buddy. Be well.
0: Bye.